All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to a brand new episode of The Real Life Podcast, a member of the Nation Network of Podcasts and delivered by DoorDash. Welcome to Real Life, everyone. (laughs) What is going on right now? I think that I'm in love with Matthew Kachuk. Are you guys all drunk? Welcome in episode 368 of the Real Life Podcast. Tyler Uremcha, Zach Lang. Zach Lang, whoa! Hello, Zach. Zach Lang! What up, what up? I said that very casually, then I remembered you're not usually on this podcast, so I should give you like a bigger intro, you know? That's exciting. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. Jay's not here today, so I bullied my way into the podcast studio. So Smart. Um, Yeah, Amar was like, hey... You want Zach to sub in? I'm like, oh, no, it's fine. He's like, why do you hate Zach? I was like, oh, okay. Well, oh, like, yeah. yeah, sure. Zach can come on the show. I don't know. I didn't think of it from that angle. I was Sounds like, like you hate know. everybody today. Wow. So bag milk is, yeah, let's bag milk. You can get into it. Cause you're just trying to make me look bad. Not trying to. It is a bad look, Tyler. No, it's we not. have got an image problem. We're trying to work through here. Uh huh. And this is not going to help. Wanya, let me run a scenario by you, okay? Please, please. I'm, I'm waiting with bated breath, as they used to say in the Old Testament. Pretend that your pal Bag Milk has got a tea time for two, right? Sorry, Tyler. Uh, out near... And my buddy backed out. And I call you and I say, Wanya, I got a tea time yeah. for two. Will you come join me at this course that maybe isn't your favorite course? Now, are we I, talking like this is actually what happened? Because from where I sit, there's snow in the ground, brother. And that well, is too early I, to be golfing. It's a hypothetical. I'm getting there. I got there. you. Continue. Yes. So I'm just inviting you out for a round of golf. All you have to do is yeah. show up with your clubs. I'm yeah. old bag milk's paying for everything. Sure. Oh, boy. This is going to be great. But it's a course you dislike. Are you still... Would you attend this invite? Because Tyler 
I asked him the exact same scenario. He says, you couldn't even pay me to come golf with you there. No, 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 no. Did he not say Whoa, that? You couldn't pay me. your horses. You wow. couldn't pay me a hundred dollars to come golf with you there is what you said. Yeah, that's what I heard too. Nope. Not even remotely on par with what was said. Free round of golf. I just said, you just got to come to a course you don't really like all that much. And Tyler says, you couldn't pay me a hundred dollars to come golf there. Nope. I specifically said, I would say bag milk. Let's go golfing. But I've already I'll, got the tea time. I've already got it and, set. And I said, I'll find us a tea time somewhere else and we'll go golfing. When did you get so bougie? My treat, I even said. Is this what happens when we haven't done shit in so long that we're just making up fights with each other because nothing's happened in real life in yeah, so long? Probably. It's true. Yeah. No, we were talking like, about rather than actually going golfing and getting mad about something that occurred. <laughs> me and your Trick are fighting over fictional fights. Yeah, because I invited him to this fictional tea time and he disrespected me and said you would have to pay me over a hundred dollars to come and attend this tea time. Listen was, here, you two were talking about kissing each other on Twitter the other day. Which I, I have, have a not hard time believing that this is a real fight. Which I have yet to collect, Tyler. And right. You're, so and you're, you're simultaneously mad at him for ditching you at fake golf and not kissing you because of a Twitter. That's Play. right. And now the kiss is also collecting interest. So just keep that in mind. Tyler. So let the record show that five <laughs> minutes before this hypothetical <laughs> conversation, that bag milk is thrown out there. Liam and I were talking about our plans to go golfing this summer. And we said, bag milk, would you come? You said yes. And then we even said, we made plans. Oh, one no day doubt quickly. Week, I said, yes. Uh-huh. I said, without hesitation. I said, yes, I and would then, be happy to and join then you. I took the lead of saying, look, there's a course right by our office. <laughs> we could go blah, blah, blah. It'd be fun. And you were like, I suck, but you know, is that fine? And I was like, yes, absolutely. It is. And then you were bringing up a course that I just, you knew I didn't enjoy playing at and I wouldn't want to go to. So I offered you the scenario Mm -hmm. and I said, we could go anywhere else. I would pick the course. I would book the tea time myself. And then I I even said, I would love to golf Riverside again. It's a nice course. Um, And then I even (laughs) said, I would go with you to this bad course if you picked me up and I could just get drunk. Yeah. So I have to pay him. <laughs> I have to pay for his round of golf. I, no, have to I pick never him said up that. And then cart him around. I just don't want to golf at that one place. So, you know, so you got where don't somewhere. you want to golf? It's but he told me I'm not allowed to say that. It's awesome. You can hit a dinger all the time off the tee and find it no matter where she sprays. That's why. That's why it's a good course for me. Cause I, I'm not, I'm not good at golf. Yeah, Big man. All you got these little what? old pine trees separating fairways. You can hit through those. Yeah, that's fine. That's a course for me right now. My skill set, Tyler. One time in like the late 90s, early aughts, one New Year's Day, for some reason, it was like no snow in the ground and <laughs> opened for like a week. And I remember me and my little buddies got our parents to drive us out there. We're like, we're playing golf on New Year's Day, boys. That could be you, your rent truck. You could be prepubescent me one day. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, what? <laughs> Fair, I guess. <laughs> you I never know. know if you believe. Yeah. Uh, okay. Anyway, I was just disrespected today. I needed the listeners to know. You are like Michael Jordan. You're just making up the disrespect in your own head to fuel yourself. That's right. Wow. <laughs> Everything's Michael paid Jordan, these. the goat. Yep. Thank you. I just paid you a nice compliment. Yep. Feel like we're even now. No, you're coming with me. Great place to golf. It's open on New Year's Day sometimes. <laughs> Tyler is writing down notes very, very quickly because he told me not to say the name of the course. <laughs> Why you got to deal? With- not the course that Tyler yeah. wants to golf at. I'm going to beat the hell out of you guys. Well, it's either we talk about or we talk pissing off. It's either we talk about or what happened to Robert Kraft. You know, 
That I, talk about oh, Robert Kraft, please. I'm not even going to clean it up anymore. You can, the people <laughs> know it's a joke that. now. That'd be great. You know, he's engaged. <laughs> really? Yeah. Like a 36 year old lady. Look it up. Good for him. Respect. Yeah. Why not? How'd they meet? He's like, I don't hmm. know how to read. <laughs> Reading's overrated as far as I know. Engaged. To, like, hey, she's girl, a doctor. Let's get together. Don't ever, don't ever Google me. <laughs> wow. So she's smart too. How how forty oh, yeah. seven years old? Robert Kraft worth like six billion dollars or some shit. Um, the billionaire businessman is set to wed his forty seven year old doctor girlfriend, whom he's been dating for three years. Popped the question with a ten carat ring. Kraft has a net worth of eight point three billion. His wife B boasts her own slew of accolades in the medical world as one of the top eye doctors in the country. Oh, optometrist. Wanya, is this the new big power couple? I guess her eyes don't work so good when it comes to what has your husband been up to in the past on the Google. <laughs> uh, guess her eyes don't work so good. Wow. Did you know before this, Robert Kraft was married to his college sweetheart since 1963 and then she died in 2011? Oh my God, I didn't. Is that true? That's what dailymail.co.uk says. That's the third most reputable British newspaper. <laughs> Liam, Liam, come confirm. Yeah, Liam, Liam, Liam That's is actually our... very sad, Robert Kraft. I apologize for chirping you. You can go get your rocks off. Uh, yep. But then he immediately started dating an actress, or a year Wait later. Wait a minute. How <laughs> reputable is the DailyMail.uk, Liam? I want Liam on mic here for this. We're going to rent some English yeah. newspapers. Sit down, Liam. You're going to have to pot up mic one. Good Liam, man. what are the most trustworthy English newspapers, in your opinion? All time? Yep. Just in England. Yep. Um, All time. Uh, like, what are you going to do? From the 60s? The sun, like the, I think the, the Guardian seems pretty good. <laughs> How's the Daily Mail? Uh, how about the Daily Mail? Yeah, I would say that's probably number three on the list. Okay. That's what I said. That's exactly what Wanye uh, said. We don't need a real Brit. I'm as good as Eddie. Wanye probably ranking his English publications. Aren't they all things you know and things tabloids, you're born like, I was only 12. Okay. <laughs> That's fair. Really, I skipped to the sports section for the most part. <laughs> All right. Well, I, I know that the, the sun franchise in Canada, like the Calgary sun, Edmonton sun, et cetera, is largely based off of the sun from England. Yeah. I would always, my parents would always read the sun. And then on Sundays they would read the news of the world, which was only came out on Sundays. Wow. Yeah, that cool. sounds like it's full of conspiracy theories. It was, Did you live on Coronation Street? Again, I never read it. Liam doesn't have <laughs> headphones in, Wanya, so he actually can't hear anything you're saying specifically. Perfect. Liam, uh, Wanya wants to know if you lived on Coronation Street. Very close. Really? Yeah, very close. Coronation Street was, uh, so it's shot in Manchester, which is where I'm from, uh, well, close by, and my granddad lived like 20 minutes away from the set of coronation. That's <laughs> oh, incredible. Yeah. I love it. The dart throws are working today, boys. Yeah. yeah. Hit. All hits, no misses. Um, Once again, I also want you, I would like to let you know that both Zach and Tyler are watching the masters as we're you pop on headphones, Liam, hang out for a little. I know you were eating yeah, a screw. Yeah, buddy. Lemon twist. A lemon twist from bread and bread butter. butter. Bread and butter. I have a problem with bread and butter. And the problem Uh-oh. is everything is so delicious. I there feel like go. I'm going to literally erupt into a 600 pound man. <laughs> and then you won't be golfing with anybody. No, 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 no. I'll be sweating for everyone. We could walk. Oh, you roll me over. You ever walk? Do you ever walk the course when you offer you? I always walk. I, I walked the course once and it was Canada day last year. And I went to the one 
out by Tollfield, uh, Coal Creek. Oh yeah. And the only reason we walked is because it rained so hard that the carts weren't in use. And I had so many blisters and I never want to do it again. I, I always was, walk. It was awful. I like to walk. My dad always walks and I always get a cart and make him walk next to me. Back in my youth, when I worked <laughs> at a golf course back in Calgary, it was a massive course with a ton of hills and we used to walk it all the time and I'd be exhausted afterwards, but now I'm old and fat. So I would probably just take a cart everywhere. Yeah. My dad, my dad will only golf if he's got a cart, that man, like his one, his like knees and stuff aren't great. So he's not walking no matter what, but he will like, he's adamant. He always needs a cart. So I'm usually in a cart as well. But I always say every year going into the golf season, I was like, I need to go. I need to walk more. Like if you come on this tea time that you're ignoring me for, mm. at, at, uh, you will be walking the course. All 18 holes, maybe 36, depending on how many <laughs> holes we get in that day. <laughs> when I play with somebody who wants to walk, here's how I talk them off the ledge. Uh-huh. I'm like, you know, you could walk. There's no doubt. I bet you taking a card will take three strokes off your game. <laughs> See, I wanted this year to be the year that I really got back into golf. Like I miss golfing in general. Like I used to do it a shitload when I was younger and now I have to have knee surgery next week. So now I definitely won't be golfing this year. And an oh, interesting man. part about your knee surgery is that you said you're Googling and watching the video of the surgery you're getting. Yeah. I already watched it like two or three times. It's going to be awesome. Why are you going to help? <laughs> I wish I wish I could. My anesthesiologist said I won't be able to, though. He's going to put me fully asleep and mm. give me a nerve block in my leg. So I'm excited for it. One year was the last round you did. Well, I'm on a bit of a hiatus. I know. That's what I'm asking. 2019. Oh, man. I feel like this thing. Oh, that thing. Yeah. I feel like this is the year of bag milk. This is my really? golf, my golf journey. Man, I remember our dreams last year, last summer. Remember how you and I had all these plans? No yeah, wow. this may be your summer. Wow. I just broke my heart once, so now I don't make plans. Well, I, I'm thinking the year of golf bag milk then, because I've still got those same plans, and I, you know, we'll see how it goes. Are you gonna drink red wine on the course? Can I? Should I bring my wine skin? Drink That's a great idea. Just don't get caught. I think so. Wine skin plays. I got caught once drinking outside alcohol on a course last year. I've been caught once in my life, and it was last year. What happened? Uh, the cart lady pulled up and she was like, any drinks? And uh, me and the person, I'm like, no, nope, we're good. Thank you. She goes, by the way, not allowed to bring outside booze onto the course. Oh. And I was like, I was like, oh, sorry. And she's like, you should probably get rid of those. And then she sped away. And that was like the third hole. And she drove by and gave us the dirtiest look every. She didn't stop for us once. We were willing what? to buy beer after that because we felt bad that we had gotten caught. And usually I buy one or two from the course. But if you're really getting after it in a day. You throw you throw a little bit of rye in your bag. Like, what's the big deal? You know, she what's just wants to be deal? paid You're off. The first person in the history of time to do that, for heaven's sake. That's so what you got to do. You just got to slip them a fiver or a tenner and just, you know, yeah, or tip well when you buy your first way. one. The mistake was not buying the first one from her, uh, um, you know, and then she was mad, which is understandable. That's how she makes her money. I'm not saying anyone's at fault, but she's straight up. Oh, you were definitely at fault. Sp- I, yeah, you I know the rules. Yeah, she sped by me. And like there was once I kind of like gave a little wave like, oh, hey, can I? And just Uh-oh. right past. And I was like, all right, I am not buying anything. You here. burned your but bridge. Everybody brings birdie juice onto the course or yep. par juice or bogey juice, depending on how terrible of a golfer you are. Yeah, I'm awful. So. Way she goes. So bogey juice then. Yep. Trick to coming back from a long layoff in golf is just play the easiest, shittiest courses you can well, and build you up any, your confidence. Do you have any in mind? <laughs> Victoria golf course is not shitty, but it's very short and it's great. If you go play Victoria, you'll come away being like, oh, that wasn't so bad. I still got it. Right I down the road from Oakwood Towers. Oh, just down the hill. That's right. I used to always play a Cardiff when I was growing up just because that's another one where the 
It's just everything's wide open. I love Cardiff. That's one of my Cardiff favorite places Wales? to go during the year. Yeah. Wales. Hey, you like going to Wales? I love that. That's part. a joke for you, Welsh Liam? people. I am. When's the last time you heard a Wales joke in Canada, Liam? Never. <laughs> yeah. There you go, buddy. That was for you. Mm-hmm. Ah. Yeah, I love it. That one par three, I forget. I think it's whole one, two, three, four. I think it's five or six where it's nice. It's real hilly. And then you just got to land it over. I love that hole. Do you ever go to countryside? No, I've never been there. Has anyone ever been? Listeners? Is that in Wales? (laughs) (laughs) Listeners. (laughs) Just off highway 14. I wanted to get some reviews, but I'll keep my opinions to myself. All right. Let me know in the comments below. (laughs) (laughs) Don't forget to hit the subscribe button while you're here. Also, please subscribe to the Nation Network YouTube. It would mean a lot. If you're listening to this and you don't subscribe to our YouTube, you're holding us back as a company. Mm. You know, speaking of the YouTube... There was a there was a kiss that was supposed to be delivered from Utah there to bag the milk for yeah it was a two K so no. there's two kisses you that guys are always here. twist my fucking words so much I that was I it's on Twitter you, was what I read and retweeted I saw if the Oilers win tonight I promise you a kiss yes that but that's different than the kiss Zach's talking about that one was if the YouTube hit two K by five o'clock that day he would get a kiss it and did it not, did no, why are you betting like kisses all of a sudden. Did. Well, first like of all, he's publicly traded. You can't be betting kisses at work. <laughs> Worst of all, he's betting kisses and not following through. That's well, the real that's issue. A welcher. We don't take that in the public markets. Mm-mm. That's not what Playmaker acquired us for. <laughs> They'll be like, oh, Playmaker down 97%. Your M check equals welcher. Mm-hmm. Great. Good job, your M check. You take the stock. That's why I tell him, you know what? <laughs> you tanked the stock. <laughs> it's a yep. kiss with interest now. Oh. This is very important in this company. Time. You're not going to let him go bathing suit zone on you, are you? Well, we'll see how much interest interest accrues. <laughs> you know, right now it's a neck kiss, Tyler. Oh, <laughs> that's gross, man. Liam, I'm going to need you to junior high chaperone this dance and make sure everyone's standing at least an <laughs> arm's width apart. Room for Jesus. That's what they'd always say at the Catholic school I went to. Room for Jesus. Did you ever get separated, your check? Were you dancing too close ever? No, I don't. I I don't oh. got no. No, I'd never go. Tyler would absolutely be a close dancer. He's greasy. Out there. I see him being oh, like, yeah. hey, guys, we could go to the dance or we could go to the audio video room and pretend to do sports radio. Did you know that in grade nine, when we did a school like they did, you know, you do your school play. I was the audio guy for it. Like I controlled everyone's yeah. mics. That was my role. I knew from a young age what my calling was. You were born for it. I yeah. was. Yep. I believe it. I, I don't feel like anyone who went to school with you is shocked at your career. <laughs> In grade 12, one of the like superlatives in the yearbook was most likely to host a sports talk show. I did not win. Who won? A girl by the name of Marinia. Is she hosting a sports podcast? She's dating someone who I used to work with at the radio station, though. That's pretty close. That's close. That's close. Sports show adjacent to her. But I actually did it. So I win. Well, I won uh, best smile. Oh, that's ah, nice. I can see that. that smile. Yeah, it looks nice. In all of Wales. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was a Welsh competition. Yeah, he was, he was there visiting with his family and won the competition. Yeah. Just decided to enter in passing. <laughs> Liam, were you a close dancer in middle school? No, wow. I was too shy. Oh, bless your heart. Yeah. I remember getting separated to Savage Garden truly madly deeply. <laughs> Ooh. Too close. Deep cut. Great I remember a girl asking me in grade seven if I wanted to dance the stairway to heaven. And I thought it's too long of a song and said, no, 
I mean, fair. Like, point, I, didn't, so. I didn't think I could hold my wits together long enough, touching a lady on the shoulder for like seven minutes of consecutive music. And, and I was how, like, how I'm ready you, for that kind of commitment. How would you get through the solo too? That's when it would get a little freaky, wouldn't it? Yeah. Towards the end where it really opens up. You just really break it down. Yeah. I'd always work around to the floor. in dances, accidentally make contact with other couples dancing, like eye contact. And then it just got like super weird because no matter where I looked, someone was staring at me. <laughs> so for like seven minutes of that shit, no thank you. I want a quick song and I'm out. That's why they always ended it with uh, November Rain too, you know? Well, At least the, the high school dances I went to. Nice and you got some high school dances. Did you ever go to junior high dances or were you guys not that sexually advanced? Yeah, yeah. We had sock hops, we called them. Sock Why, you couldn't wear shoes? Nope, no shoes. They Wait happened to. Uh, sock happened, hops, how old are you? Uh, very, very old. <laughs> doesn't I feel shoot. like that's like Archie Andrews Riverdale type shit. It doesn't show though. Hail Satan, as always. You Whoa. Know? What? That was aggressive. You make a pact with Satan. That's why I still look the same age as I did in high school. You know, pack still plays. I would love to see a picture of you from high school. What you're looking at right now, <laughs> just picture that facial hair abilities zero. So still you're zero. not the same as now because you got you got the scruff going. The, so so well. basically, you're just Ryan Nugent Hopkins. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. It is very. It's almost. Uh, it's coincidental and maybe ironic that my guy is another guy who doesn't seem to age. Or both maybe you remember him from the 1700s. This is a little joke you have together. A little vampire. You're like, oh hey, the Nuge. Is that what you are now? Mm-hmm. From the 1700s. Probably like immortal. <laughs> we might be. Tyler, what else you got on your list over there? Um, I this Kiss, is, question mark? This is not a list of anything other than the amount of times I have to bleep out the name of the golf course. Which one? <laughs> <laughs> Why? Why don't you want to know you don't want to play there? It doesn't mean they're bad. Yeah. <laughs> if you are the management team, at <laughs> Tyler does not have any interest in your course. Which course? Stop. Seriously, I'm actually getting like somewhat irritated because it's going to take a lot of work now. (laughs) (laughs) Just for that. Comes out, it's 45 seconds long. (laughs) Shortest real life episode ever. Hey, tune into this week's episode on Real uh, or on YouTube when I conveniently forget to put the thing over Bag Milk's face. How dare you? It's just you sitting there frowning with your arms crossed. You're like, well, there was a show, but I killed it. And then Mm -hmm. just you for an hour frowning. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's kind of what this show is sometimes anyways. This episode is not helping with my image problem. No, especially since you turned me down to go golfing. I did not. That is a lie. All anyways, right. um, fantastic weekend of sports on tap, including the Edmonton Oilers. Um, oh. Before we get into that, as always, episode brought to you by our friends at the HGA group, who we love very much. I would give them a kiss whenever they want. Ooh, How about that? What? How about that? <laughs> Unbelievable. Um, Oilers taking on the Kings tonight. Big game for the Oily boys. Here's what I want to say about it. Mm. If the Oilers play the way they did against San Jose, we're in for a rough night. Oh man, that game was so boring. It was incredibly boring. And the 8.30 start that doesn't kick oh. off till 9.15 or whatever the fuck it seems like is just so Good irritating. God. The SAP arena can go to hell. Why are they filming from space? That camera angle is so wide. Like you got to tighten that up. All of it. Like it's just the rink always has no vibes. How did, how are there sharks fans who sits there and is like, ah, go sharks. Like love that team. No one. <laughs> you know what's hilarious too? Is their, their AHL team, the Barracuda play literally play out of like a community arena. Yeah. Like it's ridiculously small. People too. in San Jose though love the shark. There's a lot of Canadians in the yep. Valley, right? Yeah. I went to a game there during the playoffs and people threw French fries at me. I tried to fight like four people and my cousin who lives in San Jose <laughs> was horrified. Did you catch any in your mouth? Story. 
What's that? <laughs> Did you catch any in your mouth? No, they were ringing them off my head from like behind us. <laughs> Too bad. Because the only guy in an Oilers jersey, me and Jay. And then we were drunkenly challenging everyone to fight, which is quite funny. Makes sense. Because oh. nobody in San Jose is fighting at a game. They may tweet at you. I was talking to Brownlee yesterday. He was saying San Jose is one of the worst places for a team to play because they have some weird city ordinance that you can't fly out past 9 p.m. So it's always an overnight game. Ooh, that's a, oh, I'm sure owners just love that. So it's yeah. like they can't fly out past nine o'clock or whatever it is. Brownlee said, so you always have to stay over in San Jose. So teams, if they, they get a back-to-back situation where San Jose is on the first leg, that's a guaranteed loss, at least in Robin Brownlee's opinion. Hmm. What do you think? Well, about that, Brownlee, that's back in the day. Now the others have their own 747 where everybody has their own bedroom. It just takes off like a Harrier straight up. No runway needed. Yeah. <laughs> Lands in the parking lot of the arena. You ever see those TikToks where it's people using the plane, like flight simulators to land planes in challenging spots? No. No. Yes. It'll be like, it'll be like land the plane on top of West Edmonton mall. And they'll like try. It'll be like, this is the shortest runway in the world. We're going to try take off. And like you want, I don't know. I'm, just, I'm into it. You watch weird stuff on TikTok. Do I? Your I algorithm's know. a little messed up. Your algorithm is not my algorithm. I'll tell you that much. I had to delete it. Why? Too much time spent. Did you? You got hooked? Wow. What, what, what were you doing? What were you putting back? Like an hour, two hours? Like my, so I would get it and then I would, like my screen time comes up and it's like two and a half hours up from the week before. <laughs> like, holy smokes. I'm, I'm really bad on TikTok because my girlfriend sends me a bunch of stuff and I never watch it. And then I send her like the same ones back without realizing it. Mm. And she's like, Ooh, I sent you that one the other day. And I was like, Ooh, yeah, for sure. I noticed that. <laughs> I just wanted to emphasize how great it is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it reminded me of you. And she'll never know this. Cause she won't listen to this podcast. So it's a safe space. That's okay. No one does. Yeah. Nobody listens mm-hmm. to this. This is a safe space actually, because mm-hmm. there is no one listening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Not I'll, even the people at, uh, <laughs> See, people are going to think I deleted something there, but I'm giving you credit for showing some ability to hold back. Um, can we not talk about any golf courses negatively? We, we Why don't we about, talk about Augusta? I would love to just sit here and talk about Augusta because this is an absolutely dynamite. How's weekend. Tiger doing? Uh, that's a good question. How's I think Steven he's one under through 17 right now. How's Smith doing? He's cruising. Yeah, he, bet on Smith. He, he got into some trouble on 18. Free $10 bet on Smith to win. There you go. If you're listening to this and you are in Ontario, please go sign up, download the points bet Canada app. They are live in Ontario. Um, to the people who signed up as Albertans, um, I'm sorry. It's not in Alberta yet, but it's coming. And if you made an account with points, and you're like, Hey, I can't bet they're not in Alberta yet. It's coming. So that account will be worth it. And when they do come to Alberta, we will do tons of fun stuff with them. I can't wait. I'm so excited. I'm super such a excited. Degenerate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Every it's day bad. before on Oilers games, when everybody's in the office, we always talk about the bets that go down, and it's very interesting to see people's plays. Liam, however, you are upsetting me lately because you keep betting under on goalie saves for the Oilers, which means they're probably lost. Liam. <laughs> no, I don't bank on the Oilers to lose. I bank on Mike Smith to get pulled, <laughs> which is a so, win. So Not anymore because he's actually playing really well. But for a couple of weeks, there, I was banking. Right off it. Like, I think I hit four or five or something like that. And even when they were like 25 and a half, they were hitting. Well, there's fans are so weird, right? Because we'll shit on somebody. And then on my podcast yesterday, I was pumping Mike Smith's tires. Cause he's like, you said, he's played really yeah. well over his last five games. And I took so much heat when my clip went out 
just pumping that part of my podcast. People just don't want to hear it. You're either for or against right now. You can't, the other day I tweeted, uh, Mike Smith should be first star. And a guy on Twitter whose name is Smith needs to retire. <laughs> agreed with me. He's like, he should have been first star. What the hell? Smith needs to what a heel turn. Yeah, this is just, we're bridging now. We're bridging gaps here. If Smith needs to retire on Twitter is coming around, then there's hope for Liam. There's hope for anyone. Like I, I was very anti Mike Smith. I was in the, he should be put on waivers thing. People always assume that when you have like a negative stance on a player that like you personally hate them and I don't hate Mike Smith, it's fine. But then when he starts doing well, I have people and Zach, I'm sure you get this a lot too. People tweet me like, yeah, how you like that? You're drunk, you piece of shit. And it's like, okay, yeah, well, I like, tweet that at you all the time. <laughs> it's like, okay, like the Oilers are winning. I'm happy. If Mike Smith gets 10 straight shutouts for the rest of the year, I will not sit there and be like, God damn, this is the worst. Like, I don't, I want the Oilers to win. I want them to do well. It's good for everything. See, I'm kind of surprised because after the Mike Smith pass to McDavid, I literally tweeted, I was like, I have never said a bad word about Mike Smith. And I was fully expected to get absolutely torched because I've said a lot of bad things about Mike Smith in my time. <laughs> Sometimes you got to, you know, well, well, so what's being a sports fan? Yeah. I like yep. knowing who in the nation doesn't like players. So when they do something good, I'm like, Oh, he's going to be so bad. That's part of the fun of it all. Well, I, I find that interesting in that there's, there's a certain segment of Oilers fans that they don't even want to give credit to a guy who they dislike, even when they're playing well, in this case, Mike Smith. And so, well, fuck me. you. He's been, or he's been terrible all year. You can't just, well, like, all right, I'm not ignoring that, but like you can, you can tell a guy like that play to McDavid on the OT go. That was beautiful. Not, it not, it, was, it reminded me of Rollison and Pekka back in 06. You know, I have not felt this shaky about Oilers goaltending since the Conklin Delorier years. Oh, oh that's rough. I was thinking for Scriven's real, fast. Man, it's a fucking circus. Scriven's fast days for me. Oh, that oh, was that, rough. Wow. We even yeah. made t-shirts about that and it didn't really age so well. We got nope. 99 problems, but a goalie ain't one. <laughs> Did we make <laughs> we a had shirt? One like good I still have that well, shirt. Problem solved, boys. It was a dope ass shirt. It was a sick shirt. I still, I still love that one. We'll have to admit I, I would like to, one. even though we had 199 good problems and the goalies were 10 of them. Yeah. <laughs> they were literally yeah. all of the problems. But those a couple yes. of games though, where they were hot. They were yeah, I think really... it was like a, a streak of like 10 games where scrimmage and Fosh were like awesome. Yeah. What was the save? 57? 57 that... saves against yeah. the Sharks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was looking at some old nation stuff we've done on YouTube with Kennedy. And there was like a year where the highlights were uh, Purcell scoring. Oh, no. <laughs> and Patrell scoring in another one. He's like, oh, you guys didn't have like really good others to build around back in the day. Hey, I'm like, no, Kennedy, we did it. This was the best we had. It, don't you find it Purcell was the answer. Don't you find it one almost amazing that the website got to be as big as it has, even though the teams were absolutely dreadful for most of it? Oh, if you tried to make a website about like cats, but all the cats were dead, nobody would go to your cat. Yeah, nobody wants to see your dead, dead cat website. This historically bad team has unprecedented popularity. And then every year in September, October, we're like, this is the year. This is the time we're going. There was times. Yeah, then Brownlee one- writes an article saying, no, they won't. I'm mad at Brownlee <laughs> till like January. Like, what a negative guy. We got to really sit him down and talk to him. We had right every year. We had an event probably in like. 2000, 2016, maybe 2015. I don't know if Connor was actually around yet. Maybe 2014. It's one of my first events with the nation and it was a Halloween event and the Oilers were basically out at that point <laughs> because they had started the season so badly. Hey, you can't win them all, boys. Yep. I remember my first nation party. It's when Kyla got the logo shaved into the side of her head. Ah, classics. That was classics. a good one. 
I don't remember mine because I never go. It you. was pretty funny talking to Candy. She's like, wow, so you guys are making these videos eight years ago. Hey, like, yes. And that was our like third kick at the cat of trying to make video content. Yeah. It only, Look at us now, eh? Yeah, I was going to say, it only took a decade and now the real life podcast is being recorded for YouTube clips. Well, it's heavily redacted, but yes. Yes, <laughs> redacted. <laughs> a lot of today. Way she goes. Um, if uh, just in case you're wondering, Christopher Chalmers just texted in the group chat. I'm sorry, guys. My service is shit. We've only been huh. recording for nearly an hour now. So, well, Chris Chalmers mystery tour without him being here. Did you see his wife on Twitter? The gaff at the news today? No. So they're like Aaron Chalmers, our dear Christopher's wife, is on the news mm-hmm. CTV, right? Yeah, yep. CTV. And they pan over accidentally, like the camera did the wrong thing. And she's got her feet up on the desk and she's wearing slippers. And I love they that. just pan over to her. And she's like, uh, why am I on camera live? It's oh, it's funny. global news. Global news. Global. Sorry, that's global news. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I, I'm looking at the video too right now. I'm going It's quite funny. She is just lounging. And she yeah. just goes, Oh boy. Max and relax. Like the news is occurring three feet away from her. And she's like, <laughs> ah, feet up. I will the throw pro. that tweet in the article at withersnation.com in case you're wondering. You Nothing see. bad with I feel like we need to call job. attention to it. Of course. This uh, this is somewhat related, but not really. It reminded me of it. I keep getting Snapchat memories over the last three weeks of when I worked at TSN and there was no sports on because of COVID. And every day I would just take a video of me when the show started cracking a beer. And that's all we did for like eight weeks at the radio station because there was no sports is we just crushed like a couple of beers during the show. And that was it. Like that was a. What would you talk about? Honestly, pretty much nothing. Like you do like a little 20 minute open on the pandemic and then you'd come back and be like, (laughs) so when the NHL gets going, who's on the Oilers third line? (laughs) <laughs> and then like you'd get a little bit of a buzz going and there'd be oh, nonsense man. for the rest of the show. You're just triggering it. me about how many articles Zach Coomsey and I wrote about what to do with Andreas oh. Athens. <laughs> oh, there was fucking months of it. Maybe you bring him back. Maybe you don't. What do you do? I don't know. What do you do? What are you going to do this week on the Andreas Athens? You watch. What do you do this week? I don't know. Last what week. Should I we do? He's pretty good. We should bring him back. <laughs> I'd have to go back and read some of those. Cause no. man, we dug in deep on some shit yeah 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 where she goes though tyler and then all that hype the playing series is coming the bubbles in edmonton Edmonton. (laughs) gonna win it on home ice boys uh i even remember the oilers put out on social media they put that little video together of all the boys moving into the bubble at roger's place and i was like here we go it was beautiful outside we were getting photos from nation citizens they're watching games in hot tubs and just at pools and shit and it was awesome and then it wasn't awesome (laughs) They really haven't done much for us other than Connor and Leon, the two greatest players in the modern age. Speaking of Leon, is he playing tonight? Allegedly. Gene Principe says he looks good to go. I trust Gene. Gene's good people. The second player in NHL history to score 50 goals. Yeah, never happened before. Never happened before Austin Matthews. Yeah, it really is. Unbelievable. Crazy. Mm -hmm. They call scoring 50 getting the Austin. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's it's the Austin Matthews plateau. Yeah. Oh, you got an Austin this year? Good for you. Yeah. Everybody cheers for you. Everybody's excited. People you meet Toronto Austin. Planet Parade. You go have dinner with his family. Yeah. I mean, it's incredible because he very likely could hit 60 this year as well. So it's going to be remarkable to not only be the first 50 goal scorer in history, <laughs> but the first 60 goal scorer as well. Yeah. Crazy times. I'm sure. Look, unless anybody's going to shoot their glove like Timu did when he won the rookie scoring, I don't think anyone even has the brass to score 50 these days. Nope. 
Doesn't happen anymore. Where's the celly? Leon smiled at 50. I thought his cheeks were going to shatter. He had a great celly for it. He did. He was pretty fired. Speaking of fired up cellies, how much would you like the nude celly the other day on the shorty? Unreal. Fired up. And even the McDavid and Smith one was cool. Yeah. All the way down the ice on his knee or whatever he did. That was sweet. It was all sweet. Boys are showing some passion. I like it. It's but about again, damn there's a lot of good storylines. You never know. Like the like the energy around this team is feeling like it's building towards something like fun and yep. special. You know, like I I don't know if they'll go on a deep run or anything wild like that. Yes, they will. The, like, well, Maybe. it's the year. It's our year. Liam said so. I, I try and be an optimist as much as I can, but like, yeah, they like they can do some damage in these playoffs. I, I genuinely think so. And they're catching up to Calgary too. And I think that's awesome because Calgary sucks. Smith just needs to decide that he needs to end his career in a high note mm-hmm. and play out of his mind for like six weeks. And we're good. Yeah. And we can sign him to a two-year extension. Again. At least. When you get the chance to, you got to take it. You can't miss on those guys. Also, as shout long out as to- they keep, <laughs> let Pooley Arby go and keep Kane, I'm happy. I don't care. What? Whoa. Wow. Come on. Clearly that's a jest. I said okay. jest. <laughs> I, I, I didn't know. Sorry. I've had oh, a bit of a week. What I, I've, <laughs> <laughs> I've had a bit of a week talking about Jesse Pugliarvi on Twitter. So I'm a little on edge about it all right now. I love how he just goes and plays one season of tier three finish hockey and comes back a 30 goal scorer. He's so good. He's just so damn good. He just needs a little confidence. You know, seems like he's gripping the stick a little bit right now. Yeah. Nothing you can't fix. He needs some goals. You know, I think he's got to fill out his frame a little bit more. I think he's done all right. I think he's done all right. Speaking of all right, shout out to our friends at twigandberries.ca. Promo code nation 15 gets you 15% off. You can look good this summer with twig and berries. I would argue you'll only look good this summer with twig and berries. Head out. Head over to their shop. They have one in St. Albert and they're available online. Free shipping on orders over $75. Fantastic. And you might just want to go to twigandberries.ca and check out pictures of bearded Brad. He's all over the front page. Good for him. You know, look at how happy he looks, Zach. I know. It's incredible. I'm very happy for him. He's a great model. He's a great model. Super excited. Who wouldn't want to have him? Yeah. What else you got for us today, Tyler? You did a pregame show? Big game against the Kings? What we need to do? Uh, I mean, like a good start is always important for the Oilers. Make life difficult on Jonathan Quick because I don't think he's that good. That's a big key tonight as well. Um, I don't think the Oilers get enough traffic in front of goalies in general. No, I don't think they do either. Um, and and that was part of the reason I was frustrated against... Uh, I was frustrated in San Jose is because it just felt like shots were just going to the net and dying. No secondary looks or anything like that. Super frustrating stuff. They got to push the pace of play. Right. And I think that's something they've been doing a lot more recently under, under Woodcroft. And I think they can take it to this LA Kings team. There's so much hype around LA and I just don't, I just don't believe it. I don't buy it. Like, I think they're a good team, but they're so weak on their back end right now, especially without Drew Doughty. Like, I think this is a team the Oilers can really exploit. And, you know, they pull up. Doesn't the Athens, do you play for them? He's hurt. Yeah, he's hurt. Oh, you guys must be upset. Yeah. Um, you speak, you, you talk about Doughty being out though, but like it's Doughty, it's Mikey Anderson, it's yeah. Sean or Matt Roy, it's Sean Walker. They're well, missing like, like basically the, their top four. This was the same thing that they had a, like, a week ago yep. when they played and the Oilers didn't really, I mean, they won, but they didn't really take advantage of it. That was an OT win. Yeah. They needed, they need to play better than they did eight days ago when they won. They need a win in regulation tonight. I love yeah, they those do. guys out for. Uh, Matt Roy's back tonight, actually. Oh, is he? he is. Yeah. Oh, and then what about Dowdy? Like, if we play him in the playoffs, are those guys playing or are they? Dowdy will play. Yeah. Are you talking about former Oiler Matthew Raw? No, you're no, you're <laughs> thinking of Matthew Roy or whatever. 
Yeah, is that who you're talking about in the Kings? No, definitely not. <laughs> or Matt Smith. Because I know a friend of mine's sister married him. How's that sound? Really? And they are not in LA. Um, drafted in the seventh round, 215th overall by the Edmonton Oilers. Mathieu yeah. Mathieu Wah, uh, went yeah. on to play 66 games in the NHL. Wow. There you go. Not bad. Um, he then finished up his career in the French League. Ah, wee oui, wee. Oui. Uh huh. I was just like a friend of Oilers Nation Radio, Sebastian Basalion. Isn't that like that was one of my favorite interviews we ever did? Because one, my Skype ran out of paid for minutes halfway through, so yep. we had to recall. That's back. class. Yep. Um, and also, he was great. Like, did we not stay on the line with him for like forty-five minutes? Yeah, it was supposed to be a ten-minute interview, and we just hung out with him. But like, that's the thing, though. We've talked about on this podcast before, uh, where those dudes that have kind of been like journeymen, kind mm-hmm. of bounced all over. They got the best stories. Yeah, I remember the interview with Liam Reddick's was a ton of fun when I did that. Mm-hmm. They don't take it for granted. Yeah, no, they didn't. They don't. It's really cool. <sighs> also, just since we're talking a little bit of hockey, I want to give a shout out to a friend of the real life podcast, Sam Gagne, 500 points. Yeah, good for him. 500 for Sammy G. What I'm a career, hey? Like, I mean, one, whenever you see a high pick like that, you're always on draft day. It's like, oh, this guy's going to be a star. Like, here's what more often than not, they're not stars. More often than not, you know, a, a guy picked in Gagne's range is usually going to make an NHL career out of it. But for him to grind the way he has and change his career a, a, yeah. a few times like he did to now where he's just like an effective role player for the Red Wings. Oh, really, really cool. How old is he now? He's, Thank God we let him like go. 32, 33? He's 32, turning 33 on August 10th. And he's he's pushing a thousand games too. So he's going to hit that right away. That's awesome. What's he? Because we he shoehorned at? him into the league on his 17th birthday and then wished him luck. Well, that's the thing too. Like I'm looking at it. He's 32 years old, but you'd think he's been around for 50 years at this point. He's just been... Yeah, 2007, 2008 was his first year with the Oilers. Did he it's, come in straight as a oh yeah, yeah. rookie? Oh, yeah. yeah. Draft rookie. It's wild to look wow. back at that time. The Oilers were so desperate for like young players and young talent that he essentially had to step in. And it's been kind of cool to see like the transition of the Oilers as a franchise now where these younger guys that are coming in that are high draft picks don't have that pressure to come on and, and be studs for the team right away. Like a guy like, like Justin Donnie Schultz. Did. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we signed him at the NCAA. We're like getting him fitted for his Norris Trophy winning jacket right off the hop. Hey, Mac T City had Norris Trophy potential, man. And yeah, we're like, like, no, you don't get out of here. Like a case in point for what Zach's talking about is Dylan Holloway. If this is 2012, yeah. Holloway is already with the Oilers. Oh, absolutely. I'm glad Did he bust not. his wrist. Yeah, he had something with his wrist. He had to get surgery on a couple yeah. of times. Yeah, was he broke a weird season. bone in his his hand or wrist. Yeah, and that's like super he, difficult to heal. I think he had surgery. Then it went wrong. I didn't hear yeah. right. And then he had to get it again. Right? Yeah. That's what yeah. He had a crap. He's doing pretty good. Yeah. He's but really you good. said you're happy that he's down in Bakersfield. I just don't think the role that we want him to play is available in Edmonton right now. Like I kind of want him as a top six forward, right? Like, I just don't think the top six needs to be messed with at the moment. Why don't we just take away all of his offensive upside, give him minutes on the fourth line that are few and far between, mm-hmm. then blame him when we get rid of him? I yeah. Agree. That's the play. Well, the, the thing that the I move. have, the thing that I have with it is, what is he really going to bring to the table that the team doesn't already have at this point in time? I think so too, right? Like, why, why rush him? Like, the, the Condors clinched the playoffs. He's going to get some experience in the pro game and playoffs down south. Like, I think that's the perfect spot for him to be in right now, where he can kind of carry the load and go from there with it. But mystery box, huh? Uh, uh, it's true. Have you I, considered that? It's a good point. <laughs> yeah, like Holloway is playing good right now in Baco. 
And I wonder how much they're going to massage that into their off season plans. Like let's say they do find a way is, is Holloway's emergence this year or late this year in the American league. Is that going to cost a guy like Warren Fogle a spot this summer? Yes. Yes. I like Warren Fogle. I like Warren Fogle too. He wears glasses. He just does nothing. Yeah, he's under. What? He always gets shit done, man. He finishes his checks. He makes little plays. Every time he's on the ice, he does something. I think he's an underrated player who's in his first year with the team, and he's still posting very solid underlying numbers. Like, he's a plus player in in Corsi and an expected goal share, and he's got a low PDO, too. And he's been saddled with... What do those words mean? I know, sorry. (laughs) He's saddled with, like, terrible... Yeah, I'm a numbers guy. He's he's saddled with, like, Zach Cassian, for God's sake. I wouldn't be He's got nobody to play with. He's on a... He's a young guy. He had games with guys to play with. He didn't do anything with them. Like, you mentioned Corsi. Last game, I think he had five individual Corsi events. He hit the net once. Yeah, but he was, like, 80% in shot attempts. Okay, but like he didn't 12, do three, anything right? with the shots is my point. And it's been all year where he's not doing anything with his shots. So if it was a 10 game sample where it's like, ah, oh, man, he's just unlucky. I'd be like, yeah, sure. But it's been like all year. And I don't think he plays overly physical enough to, to make an effect in the bottom six. I just, I'm, and I want to like him because I think the storyline's great. And that style of player should work really well here. I just think a lot of the time he just leaves me wanting more. Maybe did you hear what Stoffer was talking about on his show the other day? I did like two weeks ago when he said they couldn't have him. I was talking about it the other day. No, when was it exactly? It was like, yeah, just the other day I sent it into Mm -hmm. our group chat. It was basically, and I'm paraphrasing here. uh, He was talking about the Oilers can keep Kane, Pugliarvi and Yamamoto, but they're going to have to be creative. There's ways to do it. So he was kind of, yeah, not keep Kane. Well, now I have this theory. Because of what happened with the Rangers last year, or they were like, oh, we want a tough guy. Do you think the Anaheim Ducks would now want to have a tough guy? Or what if they would like take Cassian? I could see it. like something that kind of, because they got Reeves. It's the narrative play, right? It it can make sense. You look at what happened with Troy Terry and Zegras last week. You can't, you can't imagine they want that to happen again. Oh, absolutely not. Have someone down there. Is Cassian the guy? But isn't that why we got Cassian and he never does it for us? But I don't think we need Cassian to do that, right? No, we we don't. Other guys who, Tough, not tough guys, but like yeah, Vander Kane. nurse is someone who would fight if he really. And the Oilers are a more veteran group now. As weird yeah. as that is to say yeah. about McDavid and Drysaddle, like they can, no one is really going after them anymore. And Drysaddle will fuck you up if you do try to come at him. So there's that. Here, here's the last thing on Warren Fogle that I'll mention. He also <laughs> has played 33 playoff games in Carolina over three seasons. I he has some playoff experience already, and he is at the ripe tender age of 26. Yeah, I could see. And he looks different day to day, grows a beard, gets a haircut. Sometimes he's wearing glasses. We need this kind of variety on terms of looks for players. And well, that's Drives a great a pickup point. truck. There you go. Yeah. Does he? Yeah, that was his big thing. But in he Carolina. wears those intellectual glasses. The guy's a riddle. <laughs> see, I also worry about doing the old Jordan Eberly. Which you would be 100% because you'd be moving them for like a third rounder. Right. So, do you really want to do that again? What, like, like it's just, I hate that message, so right? If your left side next season is Kane, Hyman, Holloway, like, there's just not a lot of room for Fogel at 275. There's no way they can keep Kane. He's going to get like 10 offer sheets there. I, that's what I think too, is I think he's playing so well that he's just going to, he's going to, I don't think he's going to have any loyalty here. He's going to take where the money is. No, he's, I don't know about that. But if he gets that payout from San Jose, does he, 
Like he, that can still happen, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Would he even need the money? That's my, well, uh, that's what Gregor's thought was. I was talking about Gregor and he's just Gregor's like, well, if he gets the payout from San Jose, then, you know, all of a sudden chasing the bag is. Oh, good. Important. Now we're cheering for Evander Kane to get his San Jose payout <laughs> to help us. This is really going down the right moral path. Yeah. 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 Just sense. like we're waiting oh, good, on Duncan good, good. to retire. It all sure. makes sense. Ah. Uh, what Duncan Keith does this offseason is interesting too. I think he's coming back no matter what. I think so too. There's a lot of people holding out hope on that. I think he Remtech, should be... I'm going to tell a joke, but I'm going to need you to edit it out. Ready? <laughs> oh, no. I'll mock it. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Anything? Anybody? No? Nothing? Okay, pull that out. Thanks, Liam. I and we're back. The rage <laughs> on Tyler's face. Just... The rage on Tyler's face is just building. It's just a disrespect thing is really what it comes down to, and that's fine. Disrespect. <laughs> I called it out in advance. No, not yours. I'm talking about the 30 other ones. Uh, oh, yeah. They're all jerks. Yeah. Uh, disrespect. Anyways. Like I felt when you turned down my golf invitation. <laughs> well, I never turned it down, and you know that's false, and you got the big smirk on your face right now that people can't see behind the fancy bag milk graphic that we put out on the video version, or they're listening to All I can hear is things coming home to roost right now. I'm smiling through my pain. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Speaking about memes, oh, okay. I've been thinking a lot about the sexy Pringles man. Yes, can yes. yeah. Well, now you can't just say that. Can we have the background here. Yeah, I follow a, uh, a a cartoonist on Instagram. His name's Tommy Siegel, and he draws logoed people like known logos, but he makes them a little sexy sometimes. And the Pringles man is very erotic. I would say he's got me incredibly. So I'm sure you've been locked up at home for a long time. Haven't you bad A little bit too long. I'd say a little bit too long. So I was showing the boys before the podcast started the sexy Pringles, man. And I'm glad they agreed because it was very erotic. He's crawling out of a Pringles can. He's all jacked. He's got a bow tie on. <laughs> it's weird. Very weird. I'm going to send it to you right after we're done here. One game. Does he have a big, Did you see the bowling? Gift? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I kind of, I can, that's the hardest part of the internet right now. Bowling, the bowling means bowling gift. Yeah. Oh, what is it? You didn't see it? No, I want to know about it. So I'm not telling you anything. Nintendo tweeted about bowling and it triggered an avalanche of weird. And then the internet was turned off for 12 hours till everyone calmed down. There's also been a trend for a while on TikTok, you know, like cliche or not cliche, but like old school screens from bowling alleys. Yeah. Yeah. They're awesome. Um, so it's those, but like graphic designers make like really fucked up ones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, really just, fucked up. Yeah, it's just like really weird stuff that I'm not going to get into on the pod, but like dark stuff sometimes. It's mm-hmm. quite funny. Um, and then anyway. Nintendo has no idea. It's like, we bowling rules. Yeah, we bowling's coming back. And it's like, oh, Um, I tweeted out from the real life Twitter if anyone could name Matthew Wah. And I said we talked about him on the pod and no one's guessed yet. Oh, there's one reply, but it won't let me see it. All right. It is. It is an accurate guess. Really? Yep. Good for who got it? We Electronic got- Jordan. Oh, Electronic Jordan. He's quick. What did you I bet you he probably just Google image search the photo. That's what I would do. It's an easy we have the technology around. to do it. Yeah. I've watched a lot of catfish, Tyler. That's how they got the, that's how they got the ball rolling. Really? Yep. Google the reverse image that search that shit. Yep. That's how you, what always- you got to do. If you're going to catfish someone is go to this space doesn't exist.com. Mm-hmm. That's AI making people who don't exist. That's scary shit to me. That, yeah, that doesn't sit right with me. Weirds me me out. None of those people are real, bros. It's weird. Well, I didn't invent it. Anywho. The CIA did. (laughs) 
Alrighty. Um, any other Oilers topics to get to, or are we kind of good there? Mm, once well, again, did we talk about Leon getting food. Yeah, fifty. Leon, wow. the shirt Kennedy designed is unbelievable. So she's so good, yeah. so good. She is. Does she a, like Leon? <laughs> rumor I has it. I don't think so. Jk. I, I asked her how many Leon jerseys she had after she tweeted. Don't ask me how many Leon jerseys I have. And on brand, right. she wouldn't tell me. So I'm guessing it's a lot. Yeah, I think it's gonna be. A lot. I don't know how many flavors I've you can seen get, her really. wearing three or four. She's like the all star Leon. She got mm-hmm. a lot of Leon. And she got German Leon too. Yeah, that's that's sick. a rarity. Yep. Liam, why are you just Googling Jordan Greenway? I was looking at Warren Fogel's contract. Ah. Most comparable was Jordan Greenway. So I was curious how Jordan Greenway is doing this year. I'm well, glad more honest. people are talking about Hell is Jordan Fogel. Greenway. He's a big man from Minnesota. Is he <laughs> the big That's man? That's what I say. Six foot six. That is a big I man. I think his family's from like St. Albert or something. His brother's huh. called Tyson Greenway. Our cousin's called Tyson Greenway. He plays for the Tri-City Americans. It's actually his cousin? Oh yeah, they're cousins. I'm I sure. thought Jordan isn't Jordan American. Yeah, like I think his dad might be like Tyson Greenway's dad might be American, and that's his Jordan Greenway's dad's brother, something like that. You know a shocking amount about the Greenway family. This guy came to Crusaders camp. Ah, yeah. oh well, there you go. There you there go. You go. That explains everything. Oh, yeah. St. Albert Raiders. Yeah. There you go. Well, you know, but yeah, uh, Fogo's having a better year than Greenway points wise. Apparently, I think hmm. there you go. Um, it is an absolutely unreal sports weekend. Zach and I have been oh. dialed into the Masters throughout this entire podcast, which is why I'm barely talking. Frozen Four. Frozen Jay's Four. Jay's opening day tomorrow. Jay's opening uh, day. Aussie Grand Prix. Anyone? F1. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm not there yet, Liam. I'm going to finish the Aussie series. Aussie Grand Prix. What the fuck? <laughs> well, you, this office is very quickly turning it into an F1 office, and I didn't see this shit coming. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna watch through them uh, post surgery next week, so I'm gonna That's binge fun. it all in about a week. I have four friends I now talk about Grand Prix. That was it's pretty big. I had zero last year, so Jay had been selling me on this <laughs> no docu series. F one drive survive. Jay's been selling me on this for months now. It feels like, and on the way back from Calgary, he's like, "Man, you like sports documentaries? I just think you're gonna like it." And I was like, "Okay, fine." I've already through season one. It just burned through it. They do it such a good job. Yeah, they do. It's it's just so different because it's such a sport that like you kind of don't know anyone like because everyone has a helmet on right so you can't see what anyone looks mm-hmm. like when you're actually watching but when you watch drive to survive you have all these storylines that you just know about and you actually, like drivers become like personable in a way you know it just kind of build characters and makes you want to watch it more mm-hmm. you understand it i guess is the best way to yeah, I, talk I bet it. on the last f1 race and it hit and i had no idea what i was doing nice. i bet a lot of money I was exciting time and i won I took, I took the winning band. So the winner to be between five and 10 seconds and it hit. So that was pretty exciting on the last race. Yeah. Or the one before that. I don't Uh, know. One of them recently. It was like plus 400. I was like, Hey, I like those odds. Yeah. It's pretty close this year. Just refuse at the front. I don't want to give any spoilers to Mm -hmm. egg milk. Thank you. On Um, the Australian Grand Prix. Yeah. Starts at 11 p.m. on Saturday, right after the Oilers game. I was trying to think of like how you could do a similar documentary for hockey. I don't think you could. They've done it with like the Winter Classic stuff, right? And they did the stuff too, in a way with like they do the draft shows sometimes. Yeah, pick like four or five players. Like I remember once they did it with Travis Konechny was on one of them, and but like my point, I guess, so they were. I was getting to would be. There's no way the NHL. So Wanya, just to give you a little bit of context in this F1 docu series, there's a lot of beef. 
whether it's between each other, yes. whether it's between teams, like different teams, obviously it makes sense. They would have beef, but teammates on the same team often have more beef than anyone else. And I find it oh. fascinating. So I'm thinking that the NHL, even if that shit was on camera, they just wouldn't air it because it's too no. interesting. Yeah. They take everything good out. Yeah. And that's what this show does a good job of. It leaves all that stuff in there. Like you've got team owners arguing, you've got team managers arguing, you've got teammates arguing, everybody's fucking fighting on the show. And I love it. Your M Jack, who are the Oilers do you think doesn't like each other? Oh, I like this game. No one. I don't know. I bet think every Oiler likes each other. No, but I couldn't tell you who doesn't like who. I don't think it's like that. I like, I don't get any vibes like that from any two players. Do you think Miko and Smith like each other? To an extent, yes. Everybody love everybody. See, you guys can't, you feel uncomfortable speculating who doesn't like each other. You could never make this documentary about the others. That's an excellent point. I like the way you made that point too. <laughs> Nobody yeah. could see Bagged Milk's face there, but he had a massive grin on his face looking at Tyler. <laughs> I just, yeah, I like when Tyler's on spot. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I know two Oilers that didn't like each other. Go on. One of them now plays for Calgary and is the guy that Coach Sutter would most likely bring to his ranch to work. Mm-hmm. And the other guy just scored his 50th goal. Allegedly, in your opinion. They don't like each other. Prove legal damages, uh, your highness, or honor, rather, you're a judge. That's, I'm not slandering anybody. They didn't like each other. That's fair. I remember they didn't uh, say they sued each other. I said they didn't like each other. <laughs> <laughs> Although the senators 50, generally don't like each other, there's always beef on the sends. The wow, uh, I mean that the 50 goal guy I remember did make a nice Instagram post about the other one when he played in his whatever his 500th game or thousandth game or whatever thousandth game professional courtesy. Yep. Very nice. They I mean, I, professional. I think you spend enough time around anybody, even in the workplace, sometimes. And, you know, there starts to be a little bit of disdain. Like, I mean, look at Bag to Milk and look at Tyler here today. Right? Yeah, we're well, spicy. I mean, nah, but that happens, all comes right? from a place of love. We intensely care about each other too much. <laughs> That's what on point. earth? <laughs> That's not like the other two at all. <laughs> you know, Tyler, if you really loved Bag to Milk, you would just come and kiss him right now on this podcast. I'm collecting the interest, Zach. I'll move out of the way. Collecting the interest. That's all good. Um, anyways. <laughs> Big sports weekend. Blue Jays. I wanted to plug that quickly because Cam and I have our Blue Jays Nation radio season preview episode brought to you by Points Bet Canada out now. If you're sitting there and you're like, if you're like bag milk, you're like, hey, I want to get really, really into the Toronto Blue Jays this year because they're exciting. They got the second best odds to win the World Series this year. Um, Go listen to that episode. It is. Yeah, they're going to be one of the best teams. Let's go get me a jersey soon. We'll make a little comment or content. Yep. I love that idea. You're going to get Kelly Gruber? Yep. No, I'm going to pick up a Bo Bichette. Bo Bo Bichette. Yeah, so I could Boba use a Jazz jersey. Boba Fett. Yeah, they put me. Yep, Boba Fett is my guy. Uh, they put me on the spot on BJN Radio. Coombsy and Tyler did, and just last year as I was watching, Bo knows. He does. Yeah. Who's your favorite player, Tyler? Um, like if you were in my spot and you were like, yeah, you're gonna go pick your guy's jersey. I I have a lot of favorites on that team. Like I don't do this to me. I want one. I know you where have to pick. Go. Well, who's your pick, Zach? I'd go with Alec Manoa. See, that was I another really recommendation that they have last year. Yeah. Or, or Springer, Springer dingers. I mean, I'm a bow guy though. I am. I've I always love, loved. So bow. you like my pick then. Yeah. Excellent. But baggy, I think uh, we're going to be writing that BJ and a bit this year. Aren't you we? You betcha. I'm a Jays guy now. I know nothing about baseball. Well, not nothing. I played MLB the show last year. So all you need to know. Yep. Expert. 
I always like Ryan Goins, which is a really random one, but Saudi always worked hard. Real fans have random jerseys. That's what I always say. Mm-hmm. I don't have a jersey. I'm a fake fan. I actually don't have cable anymore, so I haven't watched the Blue Jays in like two years. That's disappointing. It is. Mm-hmm. But they've also not. You don't need cable to watch sports, Liam. I'll tell you about it when you're older. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Stream that shit, my friend. Uh, before we wrap up, got to give some love to DoorDash and Oodle Noodle. Promo code RealLifeDD gets you 25% off. No delivery fees on your first order. Ding dong. Real life. I will say that my sister, I feel like, is single-handedly keeping the Fort Saskatchewan location afloat. She is gone. <laughs> is that right? She is. It's right across from their spot uh, where their store is. So she has been there a lot. I live right oh behind boy. Thank her. I have been once. Really? Sherwood Park one. I live right by it. Oh, right it's delicious. It. it is very good. After we had it, I just got the same thing. At deadline day? Called. Yeah, I went mm. back like a week later. Oh, at Tokyo Glaze. It's yeah. like that. Yeah. You're a good man, Liam. Thank you. Keeping it alive. He's used to cucumber sandwiches and shit like that. So there was a lot of flavor for him to get used to. Extra butter. (laughs) (laughs) You'll laugh at me for this um, since you like laughing at my food choices. Yes. So the other night I had just finished up doing some work and it was like 10 o'clock and I sat in bed. Then I was like, damn it, I'm hungry. What am I going to eat? And I'm sitting there on TikTok and I watched a video of someone making bread. And I was like, you know what I could go for? Just a nice piece of bread. So I got up. Nothing and I on it. I, I toasted it. Um, oh, put some butter on it. So I had a piece of bread with just butter on it. And then I was like, God, I'm still hungry. So I opened the fridge and there was just a little bowl of plain penne. And I just ate it. <laughs> just no sauce. Just ate it. <laughs> no sauce. Like, by that point, it was like 10, 15. So I was hungry. I was sitting there. I was like, what should I eat? I had a piece of plain bread and then just a bowl of cold <laughs> cooked Penne noodles with nuts. For dessert, a spoonful of flour, <laughs> yeah. a tablespoon of sugar, and you made a biscuit in your mouth. <laughs> Washed it all down with a room temperature glass of water. I did. Um, I thought you'd get a kick out of that, though, Bag Milk. Big carbs guy. Yeah. Yeah, you're carving up before bed. I don't know about that. <laughs> I mean, Tyler could afford to put on a few pounds. Yeah, that is fair. All right. Um, we're going to wrap up this week's episode of the show. Um, Liam, do you have uh, the extra button there on the roadcaster you could hit? All right. Episode 368 of the Real Life Podcast brought to you by the HGA Group is over. Have a good weekend. We'll talk on Monday. Bye. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Real Life Podcast. Don't want to miss any of our nonsense? Hit the subscribe button and give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram. Witness history at Roland Garros, where old rivalries meet new talent on the clay battleground. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV live in HD. Experience three weeks of unparalleled access as the world's top players in tennis face off to see if the veterans maintain their dominance or if a fresh face rises to challenge them. Daily live coverage of the French Open begins Monday, May 20th. Stream it now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. 
It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.